Hello and welcome to today's update of the Outlook by Brooke. Now, we all know exactly what is going on. But, it's just, um, it's one of those things that we have to kind of stand back and just um, kind of relish in the fact that we knew this was going to happen. We feel safe. We feel secure. And yes, I'm talking about the whole Taiwan situation. So, this made me happy. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I'm really happy about this whole Taiwan situation, but it is another thing that President Trump has prophesied, per se. Um, there's probably a better word I could have used there, but he said that, you know, this would probably happen, and he said the same thing about Ukraine and Russia. And I'm loving seeing all the different propaganda. It's quite hilarious. But let's kind of dig into it, okay? So, her schedule, right? She didn't really put that she was going to go, um, absolutely go to Taiwan. But, you know, she was going to go, then she wasn't, and it was just kind of that whole situation. And so she goes to her Indo-Pacific trail of stops. And as her plane is in the air, it go ahead, it goes ahead and turns off its, um, its I guess you call it a transmitter. Um, basically makes it where you can't track the flight. And it was something that anybody could track from all around the world on a normal flight. So whenever it stopped tracking, it was evident that she was going to go to Taiwan, right? Now, was it a good idea for her to go? Probably not. What does she have to say to them. We all know that she's just like every other sold out deep state person. And um, I almost wonder, is this a last ditch effort to um, save what is going on in Taiwan that may look exactly like what's going on in Ukraine? Um, and by that, we're talking about, you know, the major pedophilia, the dumps, the biolabs, the you know, offshore banking, what are we going to find? Because I know that this is going to be another huge season of disclosure. I am kind of leaning towards thinking that this may end up being bigger than Ukraine. Either that or it's one of the final pieces to the puzzle. Now, after, well, during all of this chaos that is ensuing, the Taiwan government website just shut down, quit working. You go to look it up and it says, you know, error, you know, could not be reached, whatever. And so clearly there was some um, interference of sorts, some cyber attacks. But nevertheless, she went. And now we are seeing... Um, they have a plan, the Chinese have announced, where they're going to have a, a military exercise around six corners of Taiwan. 
it's going to be from August 4th to August 7th. And they actually released a map of where those drills would be taking place. So they're not even trying to hide their plan per se. They know that they can take Taiwan. And, well, this is going to be one of those very um, exciting moments. You can really feel it, it building, you know, the, the entire situation. Now, they even had, like, Chinese air raid signs going off. They had tanks going down the road to get near to the border where they could, you know, have a straight shot to Taiwan. And Russia has said that they come in support of China. Um, that Pelosi's visit would be, quote-unquote, pure um, provocation. I don't know how to pronounce that word, but basically to provoke... Um, the fire that is already burning pretty much so what I'm looking for in the near future is obviously going to be you know this mass event will the US have to get involved the same feelings that we had right before Ukraine and, and Russia but I think that we have more peace of mind now because we know what happened the last time our media told us a big country was bad had invaded a small country that they told us was good. Um, I've heard several times that um, Xi Jinping is actually white hat. Now, I don't know if that means he had been replaced and he's, his replacement is white hat or really if that is truly him. I have not actually studied him that much. I just know what I've heard. And... As soon as we start hearing what they found in, in Taiwan, what they bombed, what was, you know, we are going to have even more peace of mind because we're going to know that God is in control, patriots are in control, white hats are in control, um, necessarily for those that still aren't fully on board, maybe. So, even then, we've had... Um, We've had an escalation there. I saw something today that um, it was basically saying that uh, it would be similar, if not worse, than the situation of the Cuban Missile Crisis. I thought I had saved it, but maybe I did not. Um, so, anywho. Biden, I'm sure, will have some sort of remarks for this. Probably very stupid things to say. Because let's be honest, whenever he talks, he literally does sound like he has dementia. And in fact, for those of you that aren't following um, President Trump and the things that he is saying, let me pull it up real quick and I'm going to um, read to you word for word what he said. It almost sounds like he's paying his his respects in a way, in a weird, twisted way about Biden. Um, almost saying like, see ya, you know, like, peace out, you're gone. Um, it says, Biden, Joe Biden's second bout of COVID, sometimes referred to as the China virus, was sadly misdiagnosed by his doctors. He instead has dementia, but is happily recovering well. Joe is thinking of moving part-time to one of our beautiful Wisconsin nursing homes 
where almost 100% of the residents miraculously and for the first time in history have had the strength and energy to vote, even if those votes were cast illegally. Get well soon, Joe. And I thought that this was kind of hilarious. Um, obviously, he knows what he's doing. That was one of the things that he said recently that was a little more satirical. But if he is in good spirits to write basically this piece of satire, then we should be in good spirits as well. We hadn't had mean tweets for a long time. And this is probably the closest that we've been to having a mean tweet in a long time. So that makes me feel like we are back on top, back where we need to be, and pushing forward. Now, on another um, front, we're going to talk about COVID. You know, they've had a nurse, um, she had a TikTok video and it was floating around. And a viewer of hers, or a fan of hers, they asked what she thought about the COVID shot. And she says pretty much in, in some words that she regrets it, that she, you know, was scared to go around her friends that were unvaccinated for some time. But now she sees that the unvaccinated are the ones staying healthy. And if they get COVID, it's super mild. And the people that have had the shot cannot fight it off very well. Um, she's had some um, long-lasting negative effects from it, like neurological effects. And that um, if, if she could go back, she wouldn't have taken it. And she said that no job is worth it. Then we have um, in Slovenia, um, one of their head nurses at the University Medical Center in, I will, I will spell this for y'all. I'm not even going to attempt this one. L-J-U-B-L-J-A-N-A. Um, basically, she said that there are, there are different codes on the bottles, and they say, you know, one, two, or three digits in the code. And it basically explains that number one would be a saline shot. Number two would just be your basic mRNA shot. And number three would be mRNA with onco oncogene. A mutated gene that triggers the development of cancer. People who receive it will develop soft tissue cancer within two years, is what they predict. Um, and she says that she's witnessed this. So all of our politicians are, she says, are getting the number one vials because they are placebos. And then they can mark off that they got their COVID shot and they can be on their way. And that's why we're not seeing them fall out. But we actually have seen a lot of um, people who play major league sports. They literally, one by one, I feel like we've had so many deaths or injuries or, you know, they there's this one guy that they won't even let him play because he's unvaccinated. But uh, I am hoping that our military... Um, when they launch the med beds, because I have a lot of people that have been vaccinated that I really care about. Um, obviously, I did try to warn them, but everyone has their own decision to make. Um, I'm hoping that when they finally release the med beds that this will um, counteract a lot of the damage that has been done by these mRNA shots or clot shots, whatever you want to call them, inoculations.
So that's my spill on that today. And the one last thing that I want to share with you guys is um, there was a um, a listing for um, crisis actors without calling them crisis actors, okay? I'm going to read this listing to you guys, and, and you can take from it what you will. But I sense a false flag event coming. It says, full job description, no experience necessary. We are a service-disabled, veteran-owned, and operated small business that prioritizes in getting community involved in the training of America's military and first responders. First paragraph, they're trying to suck you right in. You know, it's for the veterans. Okay, our veterans, yes, they do deserve more attention, more credit, um, more places to actually help them if they're dealing with PTSD, better care. And I do respect them. However, I don't think that the, this whole paragraph is necessary. So I'll, I'll continue on reading. We are coming back to Camp Douglas, Wisconsin, to train the Army and Air Force National Guard and first responders in emergency management in order to get our men and women in uniform the training they need. We help stimulate mass casualty of incidents. We need your help as a casualty role player. As a role player, you will participate in supporting the military by acting as a casualty or victim. First, you will get an injury makeup. You'll look like a zombie from our professional moulage. I don't know how to pronounce the word. But basically, they're a professional makeup artist. You will then act out an injury or get rescued by a service member. It is easy, lots of fun, very unique experience of supporting our military, making some cash, eating some free food, and hopefully making a new friend or two. It is simple. Just submit your information and show up with a form of government-issued ID. Ensure that you are wearing comfortable clothes with gym or like clothes with gym clothes, compression, spandex, or a bathing suit underneath. You will then change into costume clothes and get makeup done and then act out your mock injury. Easy and fun. And then they put the dates uh, for the roles that they need. Uh, they're all 8 to 4, 8 to 4, 8 to 4. And it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I think maybe Wednesday. Um, it's the very last days of August, basically. So this looks like a, a false flag event to me uh, in preparation. Because if our soldiers needed to act out these things why couldn't they act them out with each other why wouldn't they just ask the local community why wouldn't they ask family and friends like i'm just um not sure why they need to pay someone to show up get makeup and everything else and then act like they are potentially injured or dead so what is coming from this are they filming it is this going to be used for further propaganda? And in my mind, I'm like, okay, are they going to somehow spin this in, in a bad way? Like, oh, this is what's going on in Taiwan right now, guys. See, these are the things that go through my mind when I see things like this. So, 
this tells me a few things. First of all, there's red flags all over this entire listing for um, the job description and such. Second of all, it's at the end of August, which means that even if we have some big booms this August and some good disclosure, August will not be the month that everything comes to a head and wraps up. And you guys already know my predictions or what I think, so there's no use in, in repeating that. But um, having this information, definitely I hope it encourages you guys that we are still in this. We have some more time to go that Taiwan is going to be a very big key player in more declassification, more cleaning out of the deep state, all of the remnants. Um, we're finally going to get to see Xi Jinping's true um, cards that he's holding in his hand, if he truly is white hat, what comes out of Taiwan. But it's not going to wrap up in August. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the actual you know, military aspect of war with Taiwan didn't start until around that same time in August, late, late August, later this month, because right now they have planned for drills this week, um, military drills, you know, they have to get all their personnel together, like, you don't just wake up tomorrow and say, all right, let's go fight a war on this front, it takes a lot of planning and strategy, so... We shall see, guys. Keep your eyes open for anything and everything that you find suspicious. You are always more than welcome to send me anything if you want me to look at it. Um, it's always good to have all the little clues to put the puzzle pieces together. You can always follow me on Truth Social, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.